Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice, you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> welcome 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 back to the bed hoppers podcast this is episode number 36 36 36 Whole episodes. Yep. Some of them have a good level of quality. Mm, like maybe two. Yeah, but not this one. <laughs> You're in for a rough ride, folks. I am Mr. H. With me is... Mrs. H. Yay, we got our names right too. We're doing pretty well this week. <laughs> Nailing it. The post-New Year and Christmas slash birthday... Slump. Compendium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's over now. Yeah. We're now back on it. We are in a shiny new year. I know. We're, well, we're back at the gym. Uh, well, some of us are. Yeah, I'm back in the gym. <laughs> Mrs. H is... Um, I'm attempting to be back in the gym. You thought about going to the gym. I did. I yeah. thought really, really hard about it. And then you ate some pizza and drank some gin. Yeah, I came to my senses. I know, right? And I just did what I do best, which is um, grazing and becoming a pig in a blanket. Pig in a blanket. Really <laughs> yeah. nice. Did you make any New Year resolutions? Um, no, I never make resolutions. No? More pigs, less blankets? Nothing like that? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't make resolutions. Uh, goals, yes. Plans, yes. Never resolutions. Okay. Well, we've got some interesting plans this year, haven't we? Have we have lots of plans. We are formulating. Ooh. We're, we're planning and yeah, plotting we're, and we're scheming. Like Claw, whatever his name was, from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to like have some kind of nefarious plot in place. Nefarious plot. Sounds yeah. like a great movie. But actually, we're just planning some fun stuff. We are planning some stuff. We're planning some... Planning, planning, mm-hmm. one of those words, we yeah. are doing some travels. Lots of travelling. We've got some travels to do. Yes. Where are we going? What are we doing? Are we allowed to say where we're I going? I think we can say one of the places where we're going this year. Oh my God, okay. Right, so we are planning to go down under. Oh yes. Yeah. Hang on, you should be a little bit more specific about that. Um, are we going to put another shrimp on the barbie? Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've barely got any Australian listeners as it is, and I think you've just turned them all off now. Could you say that in an accent, please? Oh my god, um, we're going to put another shrimp on the barbie? That's exactly the same as what I said just now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's nice, it's, it's different, it's unusual, I like it. You're just, okay, you're yeah. just repeating things you've heard from Kath and Kim, clearly. Yeah, because that's like literally what I think is Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to do a... We're going to go to Australia, is that what I you're trying to away. say? I gave it away, we're going to Australia. Yes, we are coming coming to Australia, going to Australia. Well, we're just going to take over Australia. I don't think we're going to take over anything, but mm. I think our plan is, in a few months' time, to go to Australia. Yes. Hurrah! And I'm already scared of the spiders. Yes. What about the snakes? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty scared of snakes as well. What about the scorpions? Uh, I didn't know about the scorpions, but the spiders definitely terrified. What, what about the hippos that hang around the Nile? What? You're making these things up now. No, hippos hang around the Nile. Well, not where we're going. We're just going to hang out in nice hotels and stuff. <laughs> we're not 
not going to be hippos. The stuff. Nile isn't in Australia. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, I knew that. I genuinely knew that. <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> oh my god. No. I'm so glad we were able to share this moment with you, gentle listeners. It's been a little while since Mrs. H was firing on all cylinders, and I'm glad that you've you've been able to to witness it today. So, oh, you are such a scoundrel! I cannot <laughs> believe you you led me up the garden path with that. I'll be leading you up many paths today, dear. Many, many paths. Anyways, uh, what have we got? Well, before we go any further, so yes, we're doing our Australia trip. Oh God! So we'll be um, shortly communicating we'll be or sharing. For Nile. <laughs> looking for the Nile in the middle of the. I go walking in the in the middle. I can't wait to see the pyramids as well. It's great. <laughs> they do have pyramids there. Oh shush! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from my dizzying intellect. Some of the facts you hear on this edition of Bed Hoppers may or may not be correct. So, a couple of things. So, we'll be talking uh, or soon announcing the dates when we're going out, uh, where we're going to be, what we're going to be doing, and talking all about that in some forthcoming episodes, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. What have we got on the background, on the TV? What's going on? What's the film? Oh, this is a great film. We are watching Ali G in the house. Aye, for real. (laughs) Does it have bits of you which you ain't not seen before? For real, hear me now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is a uh, modern day classic. (laughs) Literally, at the moment, as we speak, there is a lady firing ping pong balls out of her domain into an audience. So it's a classy film, as you can tell. Oh, that was on the film? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not literally like where we are. Exactly that. (laughs) Yeah, it's. um, it's an interesting film, especially the sound off. <laughs> it, it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a curious film to have on in the background. Uh, we've enjoyed the film. It's not a great film, but it's a cheesy, um, terrible classic that it seems to be fun. pretty funny. It's pretty vile. It was uh, also humor. filmed in Staines, which is where I used to work at one point. Yeah. So it, it, I, I may have seen bits of this, all the Ali G what, show you being... not seen before? <laughs> yeah, being filmed outside the office where I work. Yeah. Which is quite a fascinating... Well, not really a fascinating story. It was a bit of a shit story, really. We just saw a bit of filming going on outside. <laughs> Very nice, really. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, see you later. Yeah. Bye. I'll just get my coat and leave now. <laughs> um, anyway, so there's that. So we talked a bit about Australia. We've got a competition. Oh my god, yes we do. A comp- now, you've got to be very careful, Mrs H, because you'll uh, give away the answer to the competition if oh. we don't cover this in the right <laughs> way. So the competition, and this is to win some of our brand new stickers that we have arriving in the next few days that Mrs H knew nothing Excuse about. Excuse me, what's that now? I knew nothing about this. <laughs> there are new stickers turning up in a few days of okay. a different design, which you've not signed off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So can you stop fiddling with the table because yes, I can. all the sound will travel up to the microphone and there's no need for you to fart around with it, dear. I was so distracted by the new stickers you the, have not told me about. I know, they're going to be arriving any day now. I have a really important question to ask about your stickers. Mm-hmm. Is there a special feature about these stickers which I will probably raise my eyes at and be aghast? We shall have to wait and see. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Mrs. H is referring to the fact that whilst looking for stickers, uh, there are a number of awesome options that mm-hmm. I could have gone with, mm-hmm. such as, I don't know, metallic, uh, like a which rainbow would have effect, been which, which could have been amazing, or, you know, glow in the dark, for example. So you're talking about could have as being in the past tense, yes. as in it's an option that could have been and wasn't chosen. No, it wasn't chosen. So you haven't chosen some have... wonderful metallic shiny goodness. No. You've got a fucking glow in the dark, no, haven't you? No, I haven't. They are just regular <laughs> vinyl 
stickers. All right. So I, I, I knew you'd tell me off if I spent money on getting something that glowed in the dark. Although glowing in the dark is glowing in the dark, glowing in the dark is possibly the coolest feature you could have. Uh, a little bit redundant, I'd say, but no, because you can possible. see them in the dark. What reason would you have to go into a dark room and look at our stickers? Okay, right. So we honestly, uh, th- this is the reason. So we go to a, <laughs> a a sex club, right? Right. And while we're in the sex club, we give out one of our promotional stickers or two of them or whatever, and we put them on a woman's boobs. Where there are lights. Where there are lights. In we a, then in go a into a dark room and we can find the boobs. <laughs> you know what? I think you'll probably be. Fairly okay finding the boobs with or without glow. I'm going to keep chucking my hands out in front of me, and, and whatever I find, until some boobs grab. happen to land in your outstretched hands. Yes, exactly that. And you think the glow in the dark stickers are going to aid you in this pursuit of Babylon goodness? Well, no. I just that was the only thing I could think of off the top of my head, <laughs> uh, other than the fact that I like the idea of something being glow in the dark. Oh. I do love you. Anyway, the competition <laughs> is... So, um, as we've mentioned previously, mm. uh, I think we've mentioned it, we certainly mentioned it on Twitter, uh, Mrs. H has been keeping in her diary of power yes. count of how many times we've had a sexual encounter mm-hmm. last year. And it didn't have to be necessarily with each other. It nope. was any sexual encounter. So, anything from... That makes it sound like I was sucking off tramps or something. <laughs> you probably were. Today in the park, I happened to cross a few tramps. <laughs> I <laughs> well, gave them some hand jobs. But some tramps happened to cross you as well that day. <laughs> so, um, the, the question that we want to... Or the answer that we want from you is, how many, t- how many sexual encounters, mm. sexual encounters, mm-hmm. did we have last year? Yes. That's 2018. What's the total number... Okay, this and the is person like pennies in a jar. Pennies in a jar. The person that, that guesses the right number or, or, or is the closest to, to it uh, will win a, a couple of our stickers. That's an amazing prize. Well, and I don't know. Maybe we'll write you a note or something in a post. You know, we'll do something nice. But of course, that means you must be able to submit your address to us should we tell you that, that you've won. So you can email us at the regular address. You can uh, Twitter it, but I would keep your guest secret. So direct message us. Um, so yeah, email that. Um, well, that, that is an outstanding prize, isn't it? What, what, what do you want? We're not giving away free coffee like you always seem to want to fucking give away. <laughs> right, we, sh- we shall include a lock of Yoko's hair. Because, <laughs> you know, she's just molting around at the moment. So that's fine. We can easily scrape some off the carpet using Perhaps, our shoes. Yeah, let's do that. Anyways, so sure. that's the competition. Uh, tell us how many times we had sex last year or had a sexual encounter mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm saying that no i like, don't know why i think it must be like weird. a family guy thing i don't know who knows cool. maybe it's a stewie griffin thing maybe sexual yes that's mm. exactly what you're doing it's a little bit <laughs> i don't even realize that i'm doing it which is the sad and unfortunate thing anyways um yeah please do that get in touch with us uh we've got i don't know two you know uh, when do we want to close this in like a week or so, 10 days, something like that. <laughs> we'll close it soon before the next podcast is out. So you've got just under a fortnight and we shall announce the winner. But Brilliant. obviously, you know, if you don't want us to say your name, then just tell us. Yeah. Or don't give it to us. Try it or don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, not Jeff Goldblum crackers, dear. <laughs> so uh, 10 minutes in and we've not even talked about what we're doing in this episode and what we're talking about. So we've got two things you today in this marvellous little episode. We've got a uh, review of a sex club mm-hmm. and a little bit about a date, recent date that we went on. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing like Beavis and Butt? 
there's look, there's more than enough ego on this podcast as it stands. You wouldn't want to invite the other ego onto the. Oh, I don't know. The... I could cope. Really? He's all right. Oh, good grief. Anyways, <laughs> moving on from your Robbie Williams fetish. There is no fetish about Rob Williams. Is there not? No. No. Just in the one song. Is he your five tissue wank fantasy? Ew, no. Oh, only that one song where he takes his pants off. You mean rock DJ, yes, don't you? That's, the one. that's why I own a pair of tiger pants. Indeed, isn't it? it is. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> anyway, so we uh, went to Angels, but before we we jump to the club review, because there's always a slight <laughs> story that we've got to tell you, um, we went out with a, at a cheeky social with a couple, didn't we? Yes. And then, on a weekday. On a weekday. Mm. And we met them and they're very nice, very pleasant. They were easy enough on the eye. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, we didn't really feel a lot of chemistry from them, if I'm really honest. No. So when they came back to us and said that they'd love to meet us again, I was actually quite surprised. Yeah, me too. I thought it was just a pleasant night out and I'd kind of written off anything, like any kind of follow-up meets, really. Yeah, and I think I was quite quite shocked that they, they, they'd come back to us. So, in fact, I actually mentioned that to them when we wrote, yeah. wrote back to them on the old Fab Swingers mm-hmm. and said, well, hang on, guys. They're like, you know, we didn't pick up on a vibe or we didn't think you were interested. And they said, well, they'd read our profile. Excellent work. Always good to hear. I mean, that, that, that appealed to us that they actually yeah. bothered yeah. <laughs> The 17 pages that we'd created. Yeah, the epic. <laughs> and they come back and said, well, actually, we know that you don't like to plan a first date, so we didn't want to escalate matters while we were there. Mm-hmm. So we that, thought, that's fair enough. That is fair enough. Yeah. That is fair enough. So we then heard from them a few days later saying that they were going to Angels, which is mm. in Melksham, which is sort of near Bristol Way. Yeah, it's a there. couple of hours away from you know, where we are. Good so couple of hours drive. Good couple of hours drive. And we decided that, yeah, it'd be cool to see them, maybe grab a bite to eat beforehand, mm. and go back to Angels. Because we'd gone to Angels... Uh, it was the first club that we ever visited. Yeah, you know, right at the beginning of our journey, really, Sort of it? two years ago, almost, mm-hmm. that we went there. So we thought we'd go back with a bit, bit more of an open mind. And a lot what, more experience, yeah. actually. Yeah, a lot so. more experience. And see what we thought. Mm. So we caught up with them and had a bit of a meal with them. And it was very, very nice and pleasant. The food was terrible, but, you know. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, the, really bad. The, the food was, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, but, we're, not, we're not judging the evening on the quality of food because no, no. it was purely a, a light bite before we retired to this club together. I think what got me, though, is that the venue itself was really nice, the actual pub yeah. that we went to, but the food was just a bit crap. It was mediocre. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even go that far. So we um, chatted away to them for, it must have been a good couple of hours, really, mm. hour and a half or so, and then went straight to the club with them. Yes. Now, I think... The thing that I want to point out at this point is actually that they didn't seem particularly flirty. Not remotely flirty, I would um, say. There was no hands on no, like a leg, no, no touching, no, 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 no real sexual talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stewie Griffin. <laughs> Although to be fair, and you know because. We've, we've covered consent a lot in some previous podcasts, I think, anyway. You wouldn't necessarily expect people to be handsy with you, now, would you? No. But I think what you mean is there was no even remote kind of chemistry or uh, flirty kind of vibe between them. I mean, it was a, there was a nice kind of, oh, you looked nice when we turned up, which was nice. But there wasn't any flirting or any great interaction between all of us. 
It wasn't an easy kind of vibe, was it? No. Where it, there was no obvious attraction, definitely. And I think, to be fair, whilst they were sort of easy enough on the eye, they didn't really give me any vibe of actually Dickens them being... Or, yeah. yeah. I no. like to know if someone's interested. <laughs> it always yes, helps. Yes, I know. <laughs> I really like to know. But then, who doesn't? Well, I know that. It's, that's very it true. It's part and parcel of, you know, the whole shebang, really, isn't it? It is. And so we went to, to Angels. And we'll give you a review of the club in just a moment. We'll talk a little bit about what happened there. Not that there's much of a story to tell, but um, we ended up sitting down with them for a good couple of hours in the club, just chatting away and having a bit of a... Uh, well, you were having a drink, um, but I couldn't have yeah, drink because I, mean, I was driving. Yeah, I only stuck to a couple, but yeah. Yeah, you, so you I had to driving. drive home, which can make it awkward, but to be fair, it was very chilled out and very... Yeah, it's all right. Mm. And it wasn't a busy night. So we sat on a sofa. Mm. Uh, in fact, we, we sat opposite each other. And then we all ended up on one sofa. Um, just in a big long line, really. What was really weird, though, before we went and sat on these sofas, is we when we got there, we kind of scuttled off to the little sort of changing area. And it was like, it was like we were going swimming or something. It was. There was a... Yeah, it was a bit of a... We kind of stood there awkwardly. People you've kind of... Uh, only really just met um this is the second occasion we'd met them and we were there with like carrier bags and you know hastily like stripping our clothes off and frantically pulling on some kind of sexy uh clothes for for the evening because mm. that's kind of what you do when you get there isn't it and because we've been out to a kind of family pub beforehand of course we weren't really dressed for the club mm. so it was just really funny like like we were just getting changed to go swimming or something so yeah it's it an was... odd an odd thing to do is there's, there's kind of no there's no sexy build-up at all in that environment but you, you're just like a perfunctory kind of strip off and putting some other clothes on i think to be fair i think the atmosphere didn't didn't help with that so i think if no. you turned up with a couple that were really keen and you'd built a bit of a dynamic up mm. with it would probably be quite a laugh and quite funny and you'd see see the humor it, and it see the sexiness be, in it. Sure. But, but this really wasn't the case in this situation so we sat on this sofa for a long time and then eventually he leapt to his knees and said... Um, <laughs> well, what he actually did was the old cinema technique where he kind of stretched one arm above his head in a kind of prolonged yawning technique, like, oh, stretch, and then kind of randomly put his arm near me and then put the other hand on his knee with a kind of, all right then, shall we... Shall we all go and do some stuff then? In a real weird... How about it then? And to be fair to me, it was kind of like... <laughs> what? Like no. some, it almost felt because there was no connection at all there that, that, that had been built up. No, no work on there at all. That it was just like a random person saying, right, let's go, let's go fuck. Which works for some people. But for me, I kind of had no motivation, no... It was such a strange shift in the, the the mood it was odd wasn't it we'd been there like literally chatting about might as well been talking about the weather for two hours to okay let's let's go yeah like no so it wasn't that much longer after that that we decided to to head out and head back home because it was it had gotten a bit late um so for <laughs> us we, we we kind of didn't really feel the sexy vibe and 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 in all honesty i probably wasn't feeling very well either um, or as well as I should have been. But it just, it was a really strange situation. So we just, just basically took our mm. leave. 
Yeah. And it was such a disappointment. Having, I think having gone through um, Desire and gone through Meets with Friends recently mm. and some other sexy times, I think to come back to an environment where there was just absolutely no connection and no spark at all, or it felt like no spark, it was, it was very, very strange. And it kind of yeah. put me ill at ease, I suppose, in a way. Not to say that we weren't trying to create a little bit of that, but it just didn't, there was no, there was no natural flow to it, I think. No, you can't force it. No, I didn't force her. <laughs> so that's that was the, um, the 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 actual evening itself. Well, what was the club like? Because this is the first time we'd been there since for, well for almost two years. Mm-hmm. We'd been to a number of other clubs. We've been to Desire. We've been to house parties, and we finally returned to Angels. Now, Angels. I don't know if you'll remember, gentle listener. Uh, as we told you before, you have to kind of go through an industrial park to get there. A very ropey, um, run-down looking area. Yeah, you kind of go in through this little corridor up some stairs and it looks like you are going to some sort of kill zone. Yeah. <laughs> With like buckets like put underneath to collect the water that's dripping through. It is really like an Eli Roth set, isn't it? <laughs> I swear there's an outline of a chalk outline of a body along the way. <laughs> but else. Yeah, and um then you kind of turn up to this black door and you, you go in. So immediately as you go in, there's a, a play area to the left, I think. Uh, corridor, you've got... So straight in front of you, there's a, a front desk. Mm-hmm. Now, as you get to the front desk, they were pretty much not worried about whether we were members or not, whether they just took no, some No, we told some them they were. We were, but they didn't ask for any proof or... No, so no. we just paid some money and went in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's to bring your own booze event isn't it yeah, so we so, don't have a, a paying bar there you can buy soft drinks but yeah. you have to bring your own booze if you want it now down the right hand side there's another corridor that takes you to the men's toilets and a shower mm-hmm. in one room so if you want a shower ladies <laughs> you have to watch the men go for a wee uh, then the ladies or the one sitting down toilet uh, yeah it, which is sort of ladies slash men who need to poop it's not the nicest uh, facilities in terms of you know, where to shower and go for loo. It's just not nice at all. So there was that. And then there's a couple of playrooms along the way, mm-hmm. which seemed clean enough. And I think a couple of them, you can shut the doors properly, can't you? And lock yeah, them. I think one has like a window you can look through. Mm-hmm. So back towards reception, as you go through the main door, it takes you out into a little sort of front room area. Yeah, with a little... Um, like a bunch little, of sofas. A little bar to the right of you. And a bar. And there's, they still had the marvellous cock seats. Yes, I quite like those seats. They're Which quite are funny. giant red and I think it might have been black as well, cocks yeah, that you sit on. Yeah. Or the bar, of, which is lovely. Um, yeah, they've got um, quite a retro vibe to them. They, they look like they should be in kind of um, like a, a cool Amsterdam place or something. Yeah. It's, I like um, them. It's quite nice in there. And you've got this sort of living room sort of feel with a few sofas opposite each other. To and be fair, it's done playing. it quite, quite well, I think. That, that actual that, communal area is quite nice. It's okay, isn't it? Now, on the way um, through, you can. there's a, a room with a swing in it. And mm. the swing's quite nice. Not that we had a go on it this time. No, we didn't this time, but we have used it in the past and it's yeah. quite nice. And then you take like a little step down and you go into like another small communal area mm-hmm. with one or two sofas. Yeah, there's two sofas in that. There's a couple of playrooms. Yep. And then to the left, you've got this dungeon area. Yeah, it's kind of like an L-shaped uh, area, isn't it, Where, which you can see into. From the sofa, yeah. Yeah. And you can see there's like a cage, there's a... Mm, um, St. George's Cross. Yeah, all sorts of yeah. things in there. Then there's like a shadow playroom opposite that. Mm-hmm. As you go further along, um, you get the changing rooms. 
Yeah. Which are kind of on the way to the big, like, orgy room. Great big orgy room, yeah. Which is also a dark room. So you kind of, if you're getting changed, which obviously we had to, as we were saying, (laughs) you're in this sort of swimming pool-like changing area. Not that there's a pool, but that's the lockers and that's the impression it creates. And And there's there's like a mirror and a little seat. But then it, there's, like, guys hanging around on the peripheral of the orgy room, of course, while you're trying to get changed. Yeah. So it's a bit odd. So we'll talk about the single guys in a second. But you, you kind of go through. You've got this massive bed in the orgy room, which quite, looks quite big. Um, and you get a locker as you go through. You hand over your car keys for your locker, which is an interesting thing. <laughs> so um, Keys in a bowl. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite keys we in a bowl. We don't do a great deal for our own stereotypes there, do we? <laughs> no, not really. So they've got this changing area, they've got the big orgy mm-hmm. area, yep. they've got a few playrooms, mm-hmm. they've got this little sofa area where you can view the dungeon sort of section, yep. um, you've got a couple of playrooms opposite that, mm-hmm. you've got the main room, and then you've got some other playrooms down the end, along the swing yep. along the way. But what was the club atmosphere like, actually? Uh, on this particular night, it was quite quiet, wasn't it, I think? It was, I mean, there was about, I think, 15 or so couples, yeah, maybe many. that. Um, various ages and, and um, I think from different social demographics really there was quite a lot of different people there there wasn't one set customer no there wasn't and am I right in thinking that this club always allows single men in or are there any nights ever when they don't allow them I think they let them in all the time I think I get, they do I get that well. distinct impression because it, I got the feeling that people were just or, or single guys were just coming in off the street turning mm. up to the club with a couple of beers or a six pack in hand and just yeah. standing around and, and, and really having a look at what was going on and joining in wherever they could there was one particular guy there that night that we went back to and remember, he had like a, um, he looked like a dodgy car salesman. <laughs> and he was running around all night with his coat on. Like, he never took his coat off once. No. Just clutching a bottle of beer all night. And it was just a really odd vibe, <laughs> like um, constantly seeing that in front of you, isn't it? Because we were sat in the dungeon area, we could just see the through fair of people walking in and yeah. past. And it, it just, it really gave you a sense of just a load of pervy single guys coming in and out yeah. to see whether any action was going on, really. Um, yeah, they really did just like didn't help themselves, and a couple of times they just threw themselves on the settee opposite us, like. Huh. <laughs> but they didn't really say anything or introduce yeah. themselves, or and the couple we were with, and you know, I know they they like single guys quite a bit. Yes, and they do. They didn't, you know. I think they probably would have been interested in one or two, but they didn't really. No. Didn't really interact with them at all. Not really. So, I, I think overall the atmosphere wasn't very nice in the club if i'm really honest it felt quite oppressive with the level of single guys that were there mm-hmm. um the place feels a little bit run down if i'm really honest i mean they've done all right with the with with the tools that they've got and the space that they've got but it just feels a bit shabby and you know even compared to the likes of uh liberty elite mm-hmm. and particularly vanilla alternative and i know it's a <laughs> duty bound to mention that <laughs> every available point but it really felt like it was a bit of a shabbier place it felt a little bit more seedy especially with the single guys running around yeah i I agree it does have that kind of vibe to it um there's also like a a little random buffet that comes out a bit later in the evening isn't there next Uh, to the bar yeah i saw it i didn't really want to go anywhere near it obviously don't want to go near it and that's the thing You, you kind of want to avoid it because the vibe of the place overall feels a bit oh yeah it doesn't doesn't feel great so Overall, the club 
in itself, what, <laughs> what, what would we give it? So for me, it, it definitely did not um, stand up well to repeat viewing. No, it didn't. Uh, I think the vibe I got is I definitely won't be going back there. I've been twice and neither visit massively inspired me to want to go a third time. I think it would take a minor miracle for the sexiest of couples to invite me along to some sort of event there. I think when you when you consider, and again, we'll, we'll move on to this, but when you consider the, the costs that you outlay anyway to, to travel some distance to a venue, then yep. actually for the, the distance it took us to get there, I'd rather... I'd rather shell out an extra couple of quid, really, in the long run, to go to a better place. If you're going to make the trip and the investment all that way, actually, it, the payoff was not that great for me. Yeah, it, it didn't leave me feeling comfortable in that place. No. And whilst the people there were okay, and the owners seemed, seemed yeah, relatively I mean, welcoming... The, they're fine, but I don't like the amount of single guys. No, and I don't like the way they act while they're there. It felt very, mm. very creepy. So for me, I wouldn't go back... Unless no. there wasn't an event run by somebody else, yeah, that's and there was limits put on who could who could go, you know, how many yeah. people, um, because the venue itself was is okay, it's shabby, but it's all right. It serves a purpose. I mean, it's worse than the the last couple of clubs that we've been to, but it, it's not awful. But at the same point, I think given the way that it's set up and the way that they allow the single guys to come in, there's clearly some regular crowds in there as well. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to go back unless there was a specific thing being hosted. Mm. So, what would you give it out of 10? Oh. <laughs> uh, it's not an outstanding score for me. No. Um, I'm actually airing on like a four. Mm, that's where my head's at. Yeah. Four out of 10. I think so. Okay. So, a review for Angels is a. <laughs> I tell you what's happened quite a few times actually while we've been talking is my coaster has yeah. continued to drop on the table every 10 seconds <laughs> so you may have heard a large number of bangs throughout the course of this conversation <laughs> uh, gentle listener that's my fault apologies uh, it's my coaster dropping every time i lift my drink up yes it is terrible but anyway angels four out of ten yeah i think that's fair yeah so um it's worth checking out if you're local i suppose um it's not expensive it's quite cheap so that is there is that no, cost to it. No, I agree. I think um, the, the place itself is reflective of the cost that you pay. So at least you don't pay a lot of money to get in there. That's true. But Very true. But whether you get the value from it or not yeah. is another thing altogether. Exactly that. Right. On to our next feature. Roll the thing. Wow. Um, that was our review of Angels. Uh, we're not loving angels instead. Um, and now we're going to talk a little bit about the cost of the lifestyle. Now, Mrs. H has in front of her a gigantic pad with lots and lots of notes scribbled on. So she's going to lead the way on this and begged me desperately to provide a small intro uh, for her, her, her lead in into talking about this topic. Well, it makes me feel like royalty now. I know. I get a fanfare as well. Yeah, that's, how fancy! That wasn't like a, a royalty kind of fanfare, I suppose. That's going to cost me twenty quid now. Is it? I'll add, I'll add that to my list. Why is that costing you twenty quid? Well, you know, because um, you're pretty fancy with all your your fanfares and your music, and yeah, it's yeah. probably going to cost me loads of money. Why is your voice going all like Marsh Simpson now? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> like your school. <laughs> 
Right then, Mrs H, take it away. Tell us a bit about the cost of the lifestyle. It's expensive, <laughs> is my conclusion. Hooray! Hey, job done, let's go. That's one, one minute, we did that in one minute. I told you, it'd be less than 20. Oh, good. There you go. All right, no. I have been moaning about this for a little while. When I say moaning, I... She means moaning. <laughs> no, it's, it's something I constantly bring up and just thought it was an interesting perspective. But when we went into this, I don't think I really thought seriously about how much money it would actually cost us to get the best out of a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, you, you could do it on cheap. Um, but I, do, I don't think you would probably have as good an experience as you want it to be. What you're saying, that doing it for, for practically nothing, you wouldn't get as good experience as going to, for example, Desire. No, well, desire is another uh, another ball game altogether. You leave my ball games out of this. <laughs> well, it is okay. So the the desire kind of thing obviously is an extreme example of how expensive the lifestyle can be, um, because that is your ultimate kind of lifestyle experience, isn't it? Where you're taking yourself into a nice exotic location. Wait and a minute! I thought I expensive. was the ultimate lifestyle experience. <laughs> That's, is that what you got um, written on the back of a toilet door? Well, that's what the sticker says. <laughs> is that <laughs> what the sticker says? It doesn't say bed hoppers. It says Mr. H is the ultimate <laughs> lifestyle experience. <laughs> Apply within. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make me sound like a shitty lubricant. <laughs> do you glow in the dark as well? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> well, I'll be sure to stick you all over my boobs later and see what happens. I'll be sure to make you glow later as well. <laughs> so in terms of what I deem to be a costly experience then so you as i said you could have a no frills experience if you really wanted to so you could ensure that when you go to clubs and the things that you buy for it they they could be done fairly cheaply if if you are on a bit of a budget but i i think what we've tried to do from the outset is really throw ourselves into it and get the best experience we can Mm -hmm. and to do that it's actually cost quite a bit of money well that's true to be fair like you say you could do this there aren't you can invest as much time and as mm-hmm. much money as you want to into the lifestyle and you could do this very very cheaply you could sign up to a site that's pretty much free which you could do for example with fab in the uk fab swingers yeah and you could just go and meet people yeah so you, you could get a basic level yeah. of interaction from mm-hmm. that couldn't you but you it, and but it depends on what how you meet people so you mm-hmm. could if you're one of the people that likes to and and you know if this is your jam then absolutely great for you but if you just like to turn up and fuck then your approach could be very, very simple and very, very cost-effective. Yeah. But if you if you like to uh, meet people and go for a drink and get to know them first, then there's going to be a cost associated with that. Mm. So even if you go to um, relatively um, inexpensive places, be it a restaurant or be it a bar or coffee shop or whatever, there's still an expense to be had with it. Yeah, there always will be. I mean, and you could even, you know, even getting contraceptives can be free. Yeah, if if you want it to be, because you can go to you know clinics and and sign up for the three ones, which of course won't be the best experience you could have, but at least you can you can be it's slightly used. Oh, oh god! All you get this week, so is a box of the used ones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but you do get a free STD check. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and a free free STD with every condom. <laughs> oh, so I've I've come up with a little summary. I think of. Um, some something like, I guess, not tips, but my personal opinions of kind of what we've outlaid so far is along the way. Is everybody in the club's getting tips? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my tip. 
Thank okay. you. So there's a couple of upfront costs I think is worth investing in. Mm-hmm. So for that, as we've already talked about, there's generally some kind of um, membership fee involved with most sites. If mm-hmm. you want to get a good experience out of them, you can do it free, as you say, but there's limited interaction possibilities with that. So, so there's a cost with that. Um, then there's your general level of investment into the meets that you have. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's been anything from meeting for drinks... Yep. Of course, there's a, a small cost, cost associated. If you extend that to then to food, more cost. What if you get your hair cut beforehand? Oh, my God. What if <laughs> you, you have haircuts. to have a haircut and a beard trim? <laughs> well, you know, given given you have to have that done every, like, 82 minutes, then mm-hmm. yes. And what if you have to wear a hipster-like T-shirt and some really tight jeans? Mm, one would argue you don't have to. Oh, that's what the people expect now. <laughs> I mean, the clothes thing is, is another matter, again, which I'll come on to. But in terms of, like, your meat investment... What about getting your nails done? Damn it, that wasn't on my list. That just comes under general stuff. General stuff. It's nothing to do with the lifestyle. No, I'd it's get just, them done anyway. No, I know you would. You get them done more often, though, because of the lifestyle, I think. You do end up timing things, actually. If, if you're going into... I tied my haircuts, I told you. Exactly that. I would get my haircut anyway. <laughs> Not a goddamn hippie. <laughs> but then you end up timing certain things so that you can kind of make them work for you around your events, don't you? Yes, I'm going to spaff now. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> oh, this was an announcement. <laughs> so, yes, your, your meat investment in terms of drinks, food, and then that might extend to something like hotel stays. Yeah, that can happen. That can happen. Cost of fuel to get there. Yeah, absolutely that. The travel costs involved, taxis home, taxis mm-hmm. there. If yeah. both of you want to drink and neither of you want to take the hit and one of you drive. Um, trains. But there's all sorts of costs incurred with getting to a meet, getting home from a meet, and then potentially a hotel stay if you want to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, post-meet, meet. But meet, meet, meet. Yeah. Um, some guys may incur babysitting costs. Yeah. You know which some guys, some guys, <laughs> just guys, just some guys, <laughs> guys, the kids, um, and then like the clothes. Oh my god! And this is what really made me think: the number of times that we've, for some reason, decided we have absolutely nothing that we'll do for either an event, a party, a club, a meet, and we're like, should we just need we just go shopping? We need to find something. Well, you do that a lot more than I do. <laughs> but what I would say. It's, that's actually part of the experience that I do enjoy. Now, hang on. So you're telling me <laughs> that you enjoy going shopping and buying new outfits and new shoes? Who knew? I would suggest that this has become a, the reason that you're in the lifestyle is the fact that, <laughs> that there is a uh, easier supply of shoes. Because it's my shoe addiction. Yes. No, that's not so. <laughs> no, I'm not so entirely sure. What I would say though is, it is kind of fun to to do that. It is kind of fun to sort of go out together and look for certain outfits and stuff that you know will make each other look good. Yeah. That's kind of nice, isn't it? It is fun. And as a result, I've got a fantastic collection now of, you know, fancy underwear. None of which fits anymore post-Christmas. Hush. (laughs) That is a temporary disaster. (laughs) (laughs) And something I shall remedy. She says, putting the gin and tonic down. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a little bit of time before we go to Australia, right? Right. right. <laughs> exactly that. So the, the clothes and the outfits um, investment is probably a bigger expense than I ever foresee. Because generally, I have very little things I can wear to a club. 
Yeah. I already had in my existing wardrobe. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I now do have a basic level of stuff that I can pull on if I had to. Hang on. Let me just take a sip of drink so I can go... <laughs> you have a basic level. Yeah, basic level. Oh, what, what would be uh, <laughs> like, like advanced? Wow. Well, advanced would be having like a walk-in wardrobe. The sides. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Well, I, I imagine it. But if mm. we had a, a walk-in wardrobe, it wouldn't just be your clothes. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. It would be our clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I accept that. All right. Okay. Carry and on. then, and then you have to factor in there's always going to be themed events, mm-hmm. and some of those are so extreme and random that you you have no choice but to cobble together some outfit, and you either have to buy stuff for that. Yeah. You have to make some investments along the way, don't you? Well, it's interesting because I think a lot of, we've tried to where we have had outfits, tried to make them either uh, stuff that we've already got or mm. actually get stuff that can be reused. In, yeah. In a fun way. You try to, try but to. sometimes you just can't avoid the fact that you've got to buy a completely new thing. This is true. Um, and then there's... The large amount of pineapple paraphernalia that you begin <laughs> to buy. Such as the uh, globe pineapple that we've got on the desk here. Uh, that is like a snow globe, but with a pineapple in it that you insisted on buying. But it's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it is so pretty. Oh, I see. Oh, that's fine. Uh, okay. Go on. And then the final part of this, I think, is the the cost of actually going to clubs. Yep. So, I mean, you don't have to go to clubs. It can be fun, mm-hmm. especially if there's another couple or couple of couples that you kind of want to go meet up socially or whatever it is with them. But if it's a club you've never been to before, what you end up getting stung for is not only the entry fee, but invariably you have to commit to a membership fee if you're first time at yeah, that club. Yeah, that's a bit frustrating. That's really. annoying. Because you may not ever go back to that club. No. If, do you imagine if we'd have had to pay a, a membership fee to Angels? Exactly. So, it's, it's, I don't know how it is kind of in, in different places, but certainly in the UK, what we found to be the norm is there is usually a membership fee if, if you're first-time visitors to the club. Sometimes it's yearly, sometimes it's exactly. uh, or annual. And it's very rare that you end up going back frequently to the club because you live so far away. That's true. So if it was a local club, I'd have no issue with that. It's a local club for local people. <laughs> exactly. So that, that is um, a cost that actually I hadn't really thought about until it happened a couple of times. And I thought, man, this is getting expensive. So yeah, a, a whole night out, really, even if you don't end up staying over, can be really expensive. Well, so. I think oh, that was the cat sneezing, by the way, if you heard that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a cute a, little cat sneeze. No, it wasn't cute. <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Um, I think the other thing that we haven't really talked about there, or that you haven't mentioned, is the cost of uh, time and investment that you put into it. Because mm. the amount of hours that you spend uh, perusing websites, building mm. up chats, building up relationships, often there's there's real value to that, and, and you get something out of it. But... The amount of people that you have to vet and go through and, and just sort of mm. knock off the list, it, it's a high level of your time. And that, that can be quite costly as well. And sure, it can be fun between the two of you. So that cost feels, feels appropriate. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if, it's, if you're just battling on and, and trying to pick up yourselves and, you know, you've gone through a dry patch and trying to get through it, that can, I can feel like a massive time investment mm. and it, it, it can be tricky. Let alone the cost of the actual sites themselves and the cost to 
subscribe to that as well. So one of the things that we did when, when we thought about putting this um, mini feature together is we actually went online and asked other people what they thought as well. So we've got a whole host of little things that have come along from uh, Twitter uh, and uh, Reddit. So I'm going to give uh, a few little comments. Mm. Um, I won't read them in funny voices. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully expecting some Michael Caine kind of things going on here. Well, I mean, people, uh, in fact, the first comment that I was going to say, this is a really good comment, but it was actually one I think I meant uh, that I put <laughs> down. Uh, what about jewellery, accessories, anyone blown a fortune on cock rings? That is a really good point, though. Uh, the toys. And I toys. haven't even added that onto my list, toy- but it's true. Well, now, the Swing Cajun said, uh, not so much on cock rings, but our toy expense grew yeah. dramatically. Um, you know, our toy expense uh, grew nearly as much as my penis. They got excited. <laughs> uh, so that was one thing. Uh, I know some other people have covered this topic, so the Swinger Diaries did something on it. I think uh, C&D from Swinging Down Under and Staking Tequila had a bit of a, a Reddit conversation a mm. few months back about it, so that was quite interesting, seeing what they had to do. Um, some some other people have just chucked us some abuse, which is always nice, and uh, just keep swinging. So the difference is we can uh, now know how many farthings it costs for a box of jimmies. <laughs> uh, or maybe even how many euros the cover charge at the club would be. Uh, P.S. Is there a sex club called Beef Eaters in England? I definitely think there should be. And I agree. Oh my God. That would be genius. <laughs> Beef Eaters. But that's the name of a, a, a pub chain in Britain, isn't it? It is, I think. How so, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, steak and tequila very nicely uh, replied. And they said they're swinging expenses for club and parties. So haircut, $35. Uh, Mrs. Tequila's Wax, $60. New clothes for both, $75 to $100. Overnight sitter, $200. Gas, I guess that means fuel. Yeah, yeah. fuel, yeah. Uh, $50. Dinner, $60 to $100. Hotel, $175. Club, party fees, $100. Tequila, two bottles for club and hotel, $50. Uber, $40. After party, which is mixers, snacks, etc., $50. And breakfast the next morning, $50. So that's $1,010. That's insane. But it's... It all but it adds up. up. Yeah, I mean, I know that we've, uh, you know, even if we're staying in a in a club, take vanilla alternative, which is like, what, it's like sixty pounds yeah. to stay there plus. And we think 40 that's really quid, reasonable. Forty quid maybe to, to go into the club, so that's a yeah. hundred quid there plus um, forty, fifty quid in, mm. in fuel for us to be there plus the cost of many drinks, like another fifty quid. So it all yeah, quickly it really adds stacks up. up let it? alone the cost of a haircut, the cost of nails, cost of new clothes. So mm-hmm. absolutely right, it does all stack up. So. Um, what else have we had? Uh, we've had some amusing gifts. Uh, some people not adding very much in terms of value, but that's fine. <laughs> Please feel free to read the Twitter comments at your own leisure. I won't read them all out to you. Um, so some people uh, on Reddit came back to us, uh, Learning Kazoo, which I quite like the name of. Uh, you know, For instance, they were staying at a high-end hotel right at the moment. That was $275 a night. Totally worth it, though. Free lounge access with food. But even the cheaper chains run between eighty to a hundred dollars. Uh, try to use Priceline as their advice. Lingerie can cost uh, ten to a hundred dollars. Someone called Angela two two oh eight said in the US, uh, cost for a couple club is two hundred and twenty dollars. Club fee eighty dollars. Uh, I mean, house party eighty dollars. Hotel eighty dollars. Guest. So it all stacks up. And she says that it's uh, not rare to see people spend thousand dollars a month. You know, particularly if, you, if you're having to get into scenes like BDSM and you're getting new toys yeah. and all that kind of thing. And plus to go to these places, there's invariably a bit of an inflated cost if it's like a more specialist area sometimes. 
and even going to just a party sometimes can cost you money because you know if a host or although they try and do can they do have costs of their own to cover and they sometimes ask for a donation don't they so yeah of course well uh, interesting enough someone has posted here that you know they can host a party at, at their house for like less than six hundred dollars but that's you know it quick, quickly adds up doesn't it mm. really um you know you can deal with stuff much much cheaper and get it for less than a hundred and i think overall i mean it's it there's always you know some people have said that there's always ways to keep costs down they don't go anywhere expensive uh, so they don't spend much more than $300 a year on the lifestyle. The great majority of that being food. So, you know, it's yeah. possible to do it, but it just depends on your experience, where you go and how you it is, approach I mean, the whole thing. It is, what you want out of it, I think, is for me, because I guess if you want a good experience all round, you want to you wanna put everything you can into it and, and make sure you have a good time. And to do that, you probably have to invest a little bit. It is like your whole risk-reward strategy, isn't it, again? It is, and I think the more you put in, the better off you're, you're likely to be. But it's it's a tricky balance because you can soon find, you know, it, take the next couple of weeks. So looking up for what we've got coming up, we have got a uh, a massive social gathering. We're going to the Bristol Social. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but to get there, that's an hour and a half away in the car. Each way. Each way. Um, and there's a hotel that we need to, to stay at. In fact, yeah. we've got like um, some sort of nice kind of apartment apartment but thing. again you have to be prepared to to spend some money to stay yeah so but we're only going for this saturday night so we're mm. going to travel up saturday so i don't think we need any additional outfits but we're still no, talking about all, but you still need dinner when you're there and yeah. you still need breakfast the next day it, it all stacks up doesn't it and the I drinks mean, that you're going to spend nobody wants you hungry dear because when you're no, hungry you God, are no, absolute like Godzilla. cow you're just like <laughs> evil it's like <laughs> Wow. I know, right? That's your full-on Godzilla Thanks. voice. Um, so, it, you know, you do need to, to factor all this stuff in. So, you know, overall, that, that weekend is probably going to cost us mm. a couple to a few hundred pounds overall yeah, when, when, when you think about it. And I'm sure we'll have a nice time. It'll be a great yeah. experience. But at the same point, it, it, it does add up. The mm. following week, we've got a, a hotel stay. Yeah. Catching up with a very sexy couple. And... Um, but fortunately, we were lucky to get that hotel on the, on the cheap. But again, you got booze and, you know, travel costs and we're going to have some dinner. So, and it's going to be a really nice weekend. Yeah. But again, it's it's always going to be more of an investment than if it was just, I don't know, the pair of you just chilling out at home. Yeah. Doing nothing. Do you notice I was also able to talk about what we're doing and coming up and what we've got coming up? That was seamless. I know, without anyone even really noticing <laughs> that I've done that. You are like a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was me busting out some sweet ninja some moves ninja moves sweet ninja moves so overall our take is that actually that um the lifestyle can be a lot more expensive um yes. than, than you think it is so if you're new and starting out um just be mindful that the costs can really stack up quickly yeah and it's it's probably quite helpful as well just to maybe just try and grab yourself a couple of essential things that you know you can use again and again you not know. condoms. Oh my god, no. <laughs> but you know, just basic stuff like, you know, pretty little dresses that you know that you can use for various different events and parties and it's just good to have a couple of things always that you can just rely on without having to like freak out and panic and buy stuff. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it all stacks up, and then eventually you find yourself going to Australia for, for some <laughs> sexy swinging times. And, you know, and that is the high end of a lifestyle that we've been lucky enough to experience, you know, towards the end of last year. Yeah, that Australian chums, you are the <laughs> high end of the lifestyle. You are the luxury experience. <laughs> well, you know, I think we're really lucky to have experienced a luxury lifestyle experience now. Yes. Um, and, and ultimately, this is what the last couple of years have kind of, you know, I feel like, you know, last year ended on a real high because mm. we were able to really indulge ourselves and, you know, experience what the lifestyle can offer you if you're prepared to put a little bit of money into it. And you, yeah. you do get a great experience as a result, but you have to be prepared that it's not cheap. What we need is like the butlins of, of Spain. <laughs> Slutlins. <laughs> Slutlins. <laughs> Maybe that's what the next bed hop adventure oh my should God. be. <laughs> Screwing the other, the other plans that we've been formulating. Take over a holiday camp. We're going to buy a holiday camp. <laughs> not take over, we're going to buy it. And, and instead of red co- coats, we're going to have cream jeans. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. Visitors will flock from around the world, <laughs> just like they do for Desire, but to, to come to a, a little holiday park in which you stay <laughs> in a caravanette. And um, then we get like people like Status Quo or whatever to play. Oh my God, I can only begin to imagine what your nightly entertainment would be. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. People, oh my people God. would definitely seek it out, whatever it would be. So um, yeah, I mean, essentially, if you if you're if you're new, please be mindful of the of the costs of it, and um, it soon stacks up. So if if you do find that you need to really think about uh, what you're spending, there's mm. some ways to save money, uh, and you know, quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of the sites, certainly in the UK, Fab lets you go on for free and lets you do a lot of the stuff mm. without having to spend any money. So you can get yeah. in there and 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 have a look at that and see if this is for you. So that's a way to save some cash. There's other ways you can do it by not staying away and driving, for example, yeah. which means you have to not, you know, which means you can't drink, which is probably a better experience for some people. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, not you, clearly, Mrs. H. So there's, there's ways that you can cut costs. And if you've got some tips on doing that, please get in touch with us at bedhoppersuk at gmail.com or at bedhoppersuk on Twitter and let us know your, mm. your ways of, of keeping those costs down because Christ knows me, we bloody need to do it. <laughs> we need to save some money. Yeah, you have That's a hundred haircuts a month. So. I, don't, I have a hair, one haircut a month. It's not <laughs> it's like, to, you know, to be... This. And it's totally worth it, dear. You look gorgeous. Thank you. That's what I wanted. I, I actually bought a light for, for taking videos and uh-huh. se- selfies. Yeah. Um, so it's important that my hair is... To enhance your Yeah, and my beard is at, at maximum... You're at beardness. maximum selfie capacity now. Yes. You've got your light to illuminate your beautiful features. I need to churn out 38 of those things a yeah, day. Yeah, I know. Just, not, I don't send them to anyone. So if you're looking for them, um, one, I'm very sorry, but two, I don't just send them anywhere. Um, so, you know, they don't go to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I still need to produce them. It's yeah. mostly for me. Yeah, you yeah. benefit. You and the dog. You, me and the dog. <laughs> There's probably sort of uh, ten of those of me and the dog. Yeah, she appears in a lot of your selfies. She does, doesn't she? You don't, though. <laughs> no, I know. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> it's because the dog is really photogenic. Thank you. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> but yes, now that I'm... I've got this, this yeah. light thing, yeah. you'll be even more photogenic. Uh-huh. Yeah? And Wonderful. even more gorgeous than... Mm. Oh, okay, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, as we said, over the next couple of weeks, we've got uh, a couple of things going on. Yes. We're going to the social... Uh, Bristol Social, not the yes, social Bristol Social. Which is apparently a huge gathering of people. Yes. Bigger than we've ever encountered, I think, in a social gathering. Most so. sizely spaceport. <laughs> You'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. 
So we're going to try that, give that a go. Mm. Uh, we're going to see some people that we've been chatting to on Kick and on Fab, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, be cool. We've got uh, a catch up with a, a sexy couple, mm. uh, and way off in the distance. Well, I think I think we might be looking at a trip to Liverpool soon. As yes, well. maybe. So uh, I'm going to review some more clubs. Do so know? Yes. How would you say it in a Liverpool accent? Oh my god. I'm not sure I can attempt a Liverpool accent. Try another shrimp wait, wait, on the Barbie, wait, wait. Is it Liverpool? That, that's close That enough. was good, right? That was good. I like the <laughs> slips into a bit of allergy there right at the end. For real. Me too. I... <laughs> Liverpool. So, Liverpool. That was really good. That was really good. Thank you. Um, so we've got that coming up soon, possibly in February. Yeah. And then March, we've got a party to go to. Oh my a mansion gosh, yeah. takeover. A great thing. big party. Yeah. Yes. A great big party with lots of things going on. Now, I'm going to need to spend a fuck ton of money for that. Just warning you. Not as much time as you'll need to spend in the gym, my dear. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, on that note, I think you should move swiftly on, don't you? Yes, I think I should. <laughs> well, you need to move swiftly you onwards. leave Get my your ass swiftly love to the gym, dear. out of this. Thank you. My muffin tops are just... Toppy. Fine. Shush. <laughs> I'm Rubenesque. Rubenesque. And that you'd like a Rubens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a Ruben. I know you do love a Rubens. <laughs> Someone, girl, girl, fetch me a Rubens. Anyway, on that delightful oh, note, dear. I think we should call it a call it a day with this particular episode, mm-hmm. dear. Would you like to do the thing? Well, hop into a reinforced bed for my my large frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Before oh. you do the the real thing, uh, yeah. Um, don't forget the competition. I won't. So no, not you. Oh. but listeners. <laughs> So, I didn't give it away. No, you didn't give it away yet. You didn't no. give away the number of... No. Uh, how many times did we have sex in 2018? And you could win some of our new stickers. Yes. Um, and I've also promised other people that I need to send them some stickers. So mm. um, if you're one of those listeners, uh, I apologise. Good luck. I you might get them by 2020. Well, my, I need to pull my finger out of your ass and, and get, yeah. these, <laughs> get these stickers out there. So I'm very, very sorry. They will be in the post as soon as I've, I've got them. Honest. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, Miss H, do the thing properly. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. So, Mrs H, who's your favourite member of One Direction? One Direction? Yeah. I don't know if I can name a single person from Who, One Direction. Who's your favourite uh, cast member of Frasier? Frasier? Yeah. Uh, I only know two of them. Oh, which one? Well, one of them's Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> yeah, and who's the other one? Um, What's the character's name? Fuck, I don't know. Nile. Do? I don't know. What's his name? Nile. Nile. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. Should I know? No, because you love the Nile so much, you idiot. Oh, my God. You scoundrel again. Yes. Right, okay, fine. Niall, yes. I hate you. 